Greetings, friends! Welcome back to a very exciting episode of the film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, here for a brief introduction before today's very exciting episode. Guys, it's official. We are on Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. The best way to support the show, the only way to make sure you get every movie available in our 31-day October Mega Marathon. Guys, we appreciate so much the support. We're working hard over there to make sure that it is worth your time. You feel like it's a, it's a value for you to support us. We appreciate those of you who support us so, so much. For those of you who are about to, thank you as well. Again, that's patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. Guys, we're on YouTube. You can subscribe to the channel, Film Alchemist. You can email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. We're on all the socials you're on. Make sure you leave those five-star ratings and review anywhere and everywhere you find this podcast. All right. You guys didn't come here for that. You didn't come here for that. You came here, here, Haddonfield. This was the day the pod came back home again for like the 15th time. Today is a very special episode. We are discussing the brand new, if not highly divisive, Halloween ends. We're fortunate enough. I hope you guys listened yesterday to our episode on Halloween Kills. They were wrapping out, uh, finishing out the Halloween franchise as it were. You can find all the Halloween episodes on uh, on our feed here. My friend Mike Cloud, my dear friend, was kind enough to come back and help me wrestle with this movie. Um, a couple days out, again, I I I feel like I there's so much more in the movie that I appreciated um, than I didn't. Right? There's some missteps that that left me as you will hear a little miffed um but again i think this movie is more good than bad and so cloud was nice enough to come here and help me wrestle with the good the bad the ugly uh everything halloween ends right our our finale of this this new iteration this new trilogy of halloween so an interesting movie you probably have heard a lot of really heated reactions right so it was really nice of mike to come and uh help me talk through this Halloween movie. So, guys, if you like me and Cloud's conversations, Cloud and I will be co-hosting a new miniseries on our Patreon, Tales from the Griff. If you're here for October Horror Marathon, you probably love horror, right? And one of the seminal horror movies of people my age is a uh, generation, at least, was Tales from the Crypt. So, our new miniseries, Tales from the Griff, will be me and my friend Mike walking through every single episode of Tales from the Crypt, maybe some extra fun stuff, and culminating in the Tales from the Crypt movies. So go on over to patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. Find that over there. Thanks again to Cloud for making the time, man. We really appreciate it. Halloween ends. This was a really interesting show. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we did. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Our friend Mike Cloud returning for today's brand new release, Halloween Ends. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so last episode, you unfairly brutalized I, Halloween Kills. You know what? I actually wanted to touch on one last thing from that conversation. <laughs> I still that kind of sank into my head is you can't, at the beginning of an argument, state the one thing that is the absolute worst about the movie and just say, putting that aside... When did I do that? You said, uh, putting the melodrama aside, the melodrama no. was the absolute worst part of that movie. Okay, so you I appreciate it that you're mad that I brutally destroyed you in front of the whole audience. <laughs> I think the melodrama was perfectly fine. I 100% will disagree with you there. It we're not here, the movie. We're I know, not we're not here, here to, to talk dissect about you again in front of the audience. <laughs> um, today's movie, Halloween Ends. I think this one's going to be even more divisive uh, with movie-going audiences. I would imagine your everyday average moviegoer is not going to find the movie they're hoping to watch. I can admit that I can see what people think is disappointing. I will say I like this way more than Halloween Kills. Yeah? And I did not hate this movie. I think that's the consensus maybe we can come to agree on. Is we did not hate this movie. No, let me start off. I certainly didn't hate this movie. I here are some of the things I've been reading online, right? Well, this is Halloween three again. Incorrect. Halloween but, three was not a big swing for the franchise because it didn't have Michael Myers in it. They just were trying to make a different movie. And if that existed in today's world where we know everything about every movie before it comes out, 
audiences wouldn't have gone in blind expecting Michael Myers. Right. So Halloween three was trying to tell its own non Michael Myers story. This one, everyone keeps saying online, it's a big swing. And I'm like, it's a big check swing. Yeah. Right. They went to swing as hard as they fucking could. And then at the end, they completely copped out right. and undercut the really cool movie they were doing. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a big swing for it, the Halloween franchise. It's a swing. It's a slightly different direction for the yeah. Michael Myers mythology. But yeah, it's not Halloween 3 by any means. No, I think this was a really cool idea, right? Yeah, I agree. I liked Corey. I liked the way it was going. And then at the end of the movie, they just said, eh, we don't believe in this at all. Let's cram Michael in yeah, for totally. the worst fucking battle with Laurie of all time. Anywho. Yeah, totally right? shoehorns at the end. If and, we never saw Michael yeah. Myers after the doctor's house, I think this is a way better movie. I agree. Yeah, if it had just been that Michael Myers was just a manifestation of the evil in the town sure. infecting that kid and like he wasn't actually there, yeah, that would no, have made a great movie. I, I agree completely. And I think it, it says something. It's, a, it's a, a positive note for the movie that I think it is better without Michael Myers, and it's a Halloween movie. Yep. I think that's a good thing. I just, I don't accept everyone like, they're doing big swings. Look at this. They completely fucking pussy out at the yeah. end and just cram Michael back in for no apparent reason. So you're right. Yeah. Let's talk about some stuff we liked. This movie goes with, um, this movie has a fucking awesome cold open. Yeah. The cold yeah, open totally with Corey unexpected. as the babysitter yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah. Because at the, first you're like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. What's his babysitter thing? When he, this kid is just a little shit, by the way, right? I mean. The mom's kind of ignoring Corey when he's like, oh, it's normal child imagination stuff, right? They get this great, they do this shot with Corey a couple times of people seeing him in the mirror with himself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because he's trying to figure out who he is. He's a young man transitioning, whatever, right? He's this nice kid who cut their lawn and now they're having a babysit. Fine. When that little fucker. And they, I love this, too. They try to make the kid more killable by having him call Corey ugly. Right? A terrible babysitter. Yeah. And they, he locks Corey in this room, right? And Corey kicks the door down. When that fucking kid splattered on the floor, I literally cheered in my living room. That was such an awesome moment. I didn't cheer, but, yeah, I was definitely shocked by it. It was fucking was, good, right? It, it was a good scene. It was a good opening. It, it was, was awesome. And yeah. then they do the, the fucking Halloween 3 blue, and I was like, all right, yeah. man, we're in. I was vibing it, right? Then they get to this weird... Lori's trying to get that Lionel Dahmer money, right? She's trying to sell a book off of this shit. <laughs> and she sits there and she does this, you know, uh, the town has not recovered from Michael, right? His evil has infected the town. Uh, when, our, when my boogeyman disappeared, everyone was trying to find him everywhere, right? We see like four murders in Haddonfield. I don't know when those murders occurred, right? Because it's been, what, four years since the last Halloween night, right? Something I, like that. I forgot about that part of the opening where it's they just, just show, like, this like the town just starts kind of going crazy. There are two people dead in a uh, fucking Jeep. There's another guy, like, hanging on a thing. And I was like, so everyone now is just like, ah, Michael Myers. And they just start murdering everyone. When Frank goes, Michael, don't use guns. <laughs> All like, right. <laughs> so these people are piss poorly covering their fucking murders. <laughs> it's Michael Myers murders. Well, yeah, I mean, that would have actually tied into what would have made this movie great that yes. the, the the violence and evil of michael myers has infected individuals of the town right and there's no there's the, the shape specifically to that person is gone mm -hmm. and now it's it's a much scarier film just to think that people in this town individually can just one day just like snap right well i think that was the fun thing right because laurie talked about that in part two right that this night as those people were trying to kill that guy this was Michael's masterpiece, right? Is that his evil so scared and disrupted the normal small town America that people became monsters themselves? Wonderful sentiment, right? right. And this movie, I think, Love that. did this did that message better. That is incorrect. Nope. That is correct if they had done what you said, but they didn't, right? Because <laughs> here's the thing. Right. What it, that it, kid right, did, the ending. What, what Corey did, has nothing to do with Michael Myers having been in that town. Are we saying that because he's actually a scared 21-year-old, because Michael Myers existed, that's why he kicked the door down, and that's why that kid got his head split open. No. His evil specifically had nothing to do with Michael Myers. And they do address this later. Did did Michael Myers infect us, or did he just reveal something that was there? Fine, that's a cool yeah, sentiment, sure. too. Corey's opening moment is a complete accident. Right. Right? The murders we see with Frank are premeditated murders, right? 
So Michael's infection protocol is very odd, right? It doesn't quite settle. Here's the other thing. Michael in the sewer, right? Michael is this avatar of this evil, right? That's kind of infecting and rotting under the city, right? A little Pennywise. I like that idea. Yeah, I do I too. like the idea that anyone in this town that gets within proximity of Michael Myers or one of his victims then becomes kind of this unhinged evil version of themselves. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. a great fucking idea. That is specifically not the movie they fucking showed us. It, it was until the very end. It literally was out. So Corey finds Michael in the sewers, right? He grabs him and their eyes locked. Right. So again, they're saying that it's not the evil that's inside us, which is kind of the point of the whole franchise. It's literally Michael being a mind parasite driving this kid forward, right? Everyone who sees him after that is like, his eyes are different. Well, I mean, prior to that moment. And who else did he actually infect? Literally no one. The homeless guy. He didn't do anything to him. Well, that you talking about like anybody who's in proximity. The homeless guy just said, hey, go get me that mask because he wants to sell it. No, he says, I'm Michael Myers, and then tries to stab the kid. Okay, I think using a, a unreliable narrator <laughs> of a deranged homeless man but, does not prove the case. He doesn't actually do anything to Corey. He grabs him. He tries to stab Corey him. And Corey murders him. No, he tries to stab. Corey acts in self-defense. I've been he grabbed didn't... by a lot of people. I've never fucking stabbed anyone in my life. They didn't have an un, an open knife coming at you. So What? What do you mean? So what? Corey somebody, had the fuck, somebody Corey like grabs me with a knife, fucking guy. If somebody gra- grabs me and has a knife in their hand, I mean, your instinct's gonna be to turn it back around. He's on a fucking them. sad, shambling homeless man. <laughs> I don't think he was really a threat to Corey. Or he'd be like, "Okay, I'll go get your mask and just leave. Go back <laughs> right. and get Daddy Michael to do it again." I can't say in full confidence if somebody grabbed me and had an open knife. Sure. I... Granted, right? Let's and, say we accidentally both kill a guy. That guy is still not reacting to Michael Myers. He just wants the mask, right? My biggest problem with this movie is that I wanted other people to actually be infected by Michael. That's the movie they're promising me. I'm down for Michael Myers is Corey, right? Like little tiny Michael Myers. Fine. I'm in for that ride. Corey does a great job yeah. in this movie. He's a really fun character when you <laughs> this thing. If you're bullied by the world's smallest marching band, I understand how you're like, you know what? I'm very unhappy with this, right? And he's a guy who got a bad rap. He starts pursuing this thing, and now he's, you know, fine, I'm going to unleash it. I'll be the monster they want. I like those bits. Yeah. They have this weird thing where when he cuts his hand open on the milk, because he gets fucking knocked down by the two dinkiest bullies in movie history, (laughs) that somehow that cut is what exposes him to... This true reality of himself, right? Well, I think that's probably like the, the one of the snapping moments before they throw him off the fucking bridge. Sure. Um, they throw but, him off a fucking bridge. I get it. But I I would have loved if Michael, like, when he goes in the sewer and sees Michael Myers, mm-hmm. if that wasn't really Michael Myers. Like, that was just, like, his perception of what right. happened. Well, see, uh, this and, idea of Michael Myers as a plague rat, right? Because this is the other thing they talk about, too. Laurie specifically says it in the movie, is that Michael Myers is an external evil force. Right. Right? He poses an existential threat to the good of the tribe, right? The other evil is the evil that's inside us. And the movie makes explicitly clear, Corey, at best, is doing a Jared Leto Joker impression of Michael Myers. He's not really becoming a new shape. He is this guy who is trying to be something that he knows the town is scared of, right? He wants his revenge on these people for how they treated him. Fine. (laughs) Michael Myers walking around and just observing other people becoming these fucking infected evils is such a more interesting movie. That's the movie that everyone online is like, this is a really big, interesting swing. That's the movie they're talking about. That is not the movie I watched. So you you talked about the two evils that Laurie mentions. Probably that yeah. first one, that's probably what Halloween Kills was trying to get at. The, the existential yeah. evil in the town. And then this one's more of the intrinsic evil in the individual. Yes. And so like... All that Michael unlocking that is really interesting, right? Yeah. So, but that, when he forces himself through Corey's eyeball, well, that's not the movie th- we're watching. I, I think it's more of he was already susceptible to that. All the lifetime of violence and aggressive behavior and bullying sure. that he had gone through, I mean, it just led up to a boiling point. And so, like when he sure. goes in and Michael Myers like sees somebody who's extremely susceptible to become right. that, like he just almost unlocks it in him and right. just gives him this that little so he, nudge okay so how about this why does Corey not kill the cop instead of michael myers if that's the movie we're watching 
kills the cop, kills the cop. And so remember the, the cop that he stands up to with Lori? He's like, I'm not afraid of these people anymore. Oh, right. And well, he gets the cop. He's kind of cackling, right? <laughs> and he gets him to follow him into the sewers. And he kind of jumps in. And Michael Myers is somehow so fucking weakened that this cop pushes him down. And he holds him and he says, Michael, show me how to do it, right? And yeah. Michael does it. If Michael is the playground unlocking the evil intrinsic in us, I think it's a more impactful moment if Corey's the one who does it. Right. Trying to get Michael's approval. Which is why it would have been a much better movie, again, if Michael Myers wasn't actually there. If, and this was I just agree. a way to represent Corey becoming Michael Myers. Like, I agree. He was just kind of this this weak evil that was in him just like barely on the edge and then once he crosses that line and kills yeah. the cop michael myers becomes strong right so he he kills the kid on accident and then he sees how everyone reacts to him and that has this avalanche of evil effect on him that's a great movie yeah. this is the thing and even if that was the case right it's a pitifully weak ending to the halloween franchise right. tr or trilogy they've offered us right this is the epic finale of Lori versus Michael. That's what this whole trilogy's been about. It's this legacy sequel, right? Right. Is that we have to show the end of their story. Michael and Lori could just not be in this movie. Right. They have literally no effect on this story whatsoever. Uh, I think it's kind of a would have been kind of a cool idea to have Lori have this be like a passing of the torch of Lori like to her granddaughter. Right. And it actually would have made because you know, in the older Halloween movies. There is this mythology of Michael pursuing Laurie, and we don't really ever... They kind of say why with, like, the family, but they never really get into it. But this would make total sense if Corey lived, mm -hmm. and Laurie passes the to torch off to her granddaughter, and throughout sequential movies, Corey pursues Laurie. That would have made 100% sure. sense. And would This, this great. is the thing, though. I would forgive them not doing the conclusion of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers if they actually pursued the interesting movie they thought they were right. making. Right. So... Yeah, that's the thing. I don't care about Laurie and Michael at this point. I think the end when Michael just dies with the saddest whimper is because we're like, all right, we get it. This is getting kind of stale, right? We've seen mm -hmm. this like 15 times now. Yeah. Like, let's try something new. I was fucking with them. They had me. Yeah. The fact that they could not allow Corey to just take the reins, right? right. Corey and, and the granddaughter. Just let it be their movie. Watch these kids who grew up in a Haddonfield terrified by Michael Myers and Laurie Strode and these ic iconic horror monsters. Let them just take it and see what the world looks like after that. That's fine. People would have been pissed about that, too. That's an interesting and yeah. new way to look at the Halloween franchise, right? right. It wouldn't have been a cop-out. Like that end yeah. was just a cop-out. That a end is it's the same level of in Avengers – uh, in game, right? <laughs> it's a time travel or whatever, Halloween or Infinity War, whatever. Where they're just like, <laughs> what if the Hulk was scared to fight, <laughs> and then he became a professor who was funny? Isn't that what you want? And you're like, no, that's one of the biggest movie crimes yeah. ever, right? You know when the Hulk was great, Avengers one and two, where when he like, fights Iron Man, yeah, Hulk smash, yeah, cool. Or when he hits Thor, he can still be entertaining without being a fucking nerd, you know. Right? What I mean? And Professor Hulk, whatever. I'm not here to litigate that again. That is one of the biggest movie crimes. I'll never forget my children being like, Daddy, what'd they do to Hulk? And I'm like, they murdered him, boy. They murdered him. They murdered the Hulk in front of our eyes, and he's been unwatchable since. Neither it's like that South Park episode where they're watching like the new Indiana Jones yeah. and Star Wars. Like, what did they do to our... George Lucas is kidding me. No, I'm not here to do the... That's why we quit the comic book show, because I'm sick of the fucking comic book community. Uh, not all of you. You know what I'm talking about. But this is the thing. I don't understand Michael Myers in this movie whatsoever. Right. They specifically lied to us, right? As Michael kills, he becomes something more, something evil, right? Mm -hmm. That's a brilliant idea. If, again, he's the plague rat of this town who's unleashing their inner evil. Again, not that's the movie they told us we were watching. That's not what we saw at all. Right. Neither here nor there, right? Michael killed so many people to imagine that four years later he's so <laughs> frail that this tiny guy, Corey, is just going to beat him up and steal his mask. He's probably one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a movie. In part one, Michael hadn't killed anyone in 40 fucking years. <laughs> and comes out of there human. and yeah. he, he has right. not missed a beat, right? He was like Michael <laughs> Jordan coming back from retirement. He was still just a killing machine, right? The goat of murders. Four years after he killed the entire fucking town, he killed like 40, 50 people on Halloween night. Yep. He's just in a sewer, like, so decrepit Yeah, that's that a great Corey point. can it's, take him down? Yeah, which makes me just think, like... Also, we I, saw when he killed the cop, he, like, shivers, like... Whoa. Yeah, like, he becomes stronger, right? I'm stronger. Uh, and then he kills the lady in the 
the fucking house in the doctor's house, right? Oh, right, yeah. So he does, he does the whole getting one, stronger. Right? And then Corey just comes in and is like, give me your mask. Ew. And you can, Corey is a tiny, yeah. frail man. Like, let's not be coy here. Right. And Michael Myers is towering over him, and he's got two kills at least under his belt. Maybe more if you listen to the homeless guy. Which, again, makes it Do seem like... Do you think Michael they... let him take his mask? No, which is exactly why I think the movie was supposed to go the way we originally talked. It makes way more sense. And it just seems like at the end, they're like... No, 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 no. We actually, we can't do that. We got to actually have Michael Well, Myers. we did call it Halloween Ends. We should probably have Michael in it again. Why? Yeah. Like, that was like probably the first time I if ever Corey... in a Halloween movie, I've been disappointed to actually see Michael Myers. I agree. Because that's the thing. Your point is really interesting, right? The kid is taunting Corey with this specter of Michael Myers. And then he, through that, meets Lori, right? And Lori tries to stand up for him. He later blames ghost Lori, who like teleports out of the house. You know, you started this. You made me slash the tire. And it's like, what? Lori teleports? Whatever. Neither here nor there. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, the there's not a Halloween that, movie without teleportation. Somebody's got to do it. Michael does. Michael or Corey <laughs> do. The killer does. Yeah. The babysitters don't teleport or else. Otherwise, every time Michael's like, eh, they're just like, poof. You know what I mean? Michael Myers can't kill Nightcrawler. That would be a, <laughs> that should be another script work on where the, 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 both the killer and the hero yeah. have like teleportation power. Yeah. Michael like, Myers would hate being in the X mansion, right? <laughs> He tries to kill Colossus. He's just like metal. Nightcrawler's like, poof, here I am. Poof. Yeah. Wolverine keeps coming back. And Michael's like, this sucks. I can't get more powerful. But no, I mean, anywho, the idea that meeting Lori and falling in love with her granddaughter, who's also been infected by Michael Myers, unlocks this new pathway to him, right? That he'll become something more. He'll have his revenge. Love that. Love that. Yeah. The fact that they could not commit to it and they bring Michael in for the... Like, even at the end, right? Corey has this awesome fucking moment, right? Where Lori pretends she's going to do a suicide, right? She's like, gotcha, yeah. boom. She shoots Corey. She's bested him, right? After he's killed all these fucking people, right? And he's standing there, and he hears uh, the granddaughter get home, right? And he's like, if I can't have her, no one will. And he stabs her. Lori grabs the knife. The daughter comes in and thinks that Lori has... as she even said her. Yeah, he stabs himself. That's yeah. right. And she, even in the earlier fight, the granddaughter says, Michael Myers is who you are. Right. Right? And we see Corey planting these seeds with her. Allison, right? If that's the way we go, and the movie cuts there, yep. I think that's a fucking home run of That would have been a great movie, yeah. That's if fucking it, awesome. If you, if you have just the Halloween theme, like, right after he yeah. stabs himself, falls over, cops come in, mm -hmm. she's got the knife in her hand, all bloody, like... Homage to the occult open yeah, apartment. to one. the opening yeah. of the beginning of Halloween, yeah. and just fades to, or cuts to black and yeah. uh, and the yellow the blue credits yeah great L leave it alone they they yeah. they're solid but it seems like they might have actually almost have done it and they're like nope we have to have Lori yeah. kill michael and myers why does michael who's been giving this guy tutelage sharing his curse of the thorn power right. lets him fucking throw him down and take his mask then comes back and is like thanks for my mask back and just yeah, breaks right. his neck yeah him like, killing Corey made absolutely no sense. Him transferring himself into Corey so Corey could be supernatural. It, in the last movie, Michael gets fucking shot, beaten, right. hitting with a fucking, like, iron. Right. Right? Like, he's fucking destroyed in that movie. Which stands up and slaughters everyone. Right? Right. If he transfers the ability for Corey to withstand and become the new bearer of evil, I'm into that. Yeah. Sure. I'm into that. Yeah. Because the whole if, thing if is did, you're like, watching Corey become Michael, right? So when he kills the doctor first, he's got his little, like, scarecrow mask on, right? He goes to reach in for the, the redhead, right? She slams the door. And I'm, ah! Yeah. And you're like, that's not very Michael Myers-like. He's not there yet. Right. When he kills that girl, he has his bloody hand on the window. But great shot. Yeah. As if he's trying to absorb some of that power, right? If Michael's not handing the baton off to him, why the fuck is he in this movie? Right. As a corporeal character. Yeah. It's, and then Laurie just gently slices his wrist and yeah. neck, and that's the thing that does him? Right. That, he yeah. can't fucking move a refrigerator off of him after everything we've seen right. him do? J just like you just said, he's been shot, stabbed how many times, hit with axes, and mm -hmm. God knows what else, fallen from so many heights. But slitting his wrist and his, just bleeding him out from his wrist and his neck, that's what will kill Michael Myers? Well, this is the other thing, right? I mean, that dude's been bled out. If he's not passing his evil on, right, to Corey... Why does evil finally actually die tonight? And why does it die with a whimper? Right. And that's what would have made a much better movie. It's just evil doesn't die. It just transfers yeah. on. I mean, sure. It was a cool scene to see Laurie in the town be like, you know what will fix everything? Vigilante justice. Right. And fucking <laughs> oh. juice Michael Myers, right? That's fine. Except for, like, yeah, you can't just... 
again, getting from that uh, allowable separation from anxiety, whole town all of a sudden after ostracizing Lori and calling her a freak or behind her, and then just taking some random guy that they just trust is Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> I mean, when Lori writes that in her book, they're definitely all going to jail. But there's <laughs> right. no fucking genetic evidence because it's all gone, I'm assuming. Right, yeah, they just throw some... They, for all they know, they just threw some <laughs> random dude in a meat grinder. Also, they're like, wasn't it that guy who killed everyone? Yeah, right? Right. It was Corey, right? Uh, yeah. Also, it's like, if you watch this movie, Corey would have been thrown in that fucking right. thing. Lori could have been thrown in that thing, right? Anyone who's an outsider... I'm not saying Michael Myers deserved better. Right. I'm saying you're setting a really gross precedent for the town. They're like, Michael's evil's here. We got to cure our evil by just murdering him. Not making him face justice, but pulping him. That, that would be an interesting Halloween 4 is just the yeah. town just has these little we already like, have a town lottery. of insurrectionists we don't need to fucking double down on that <laughs> no they just like start the lottery every year and just yeah. throw a michael myers mask on somebody yeah. and throw him in the meat grinder the first kid who pulls a prank is getting thrown <laughs> in that thing he put flaming shit in my bag he's michael myers again <laughs> you know evil evil squishes tonight you know i mean i i hate the fact that i liked so much about this movie but the things i'll remember are the huge fucking missteps right the disap- the, the disappointment at the end because it does, yeah, unfortunately stand out too much. The, they, there are just so many leaps of logic that didn't work. Like, Allison just immediately turning on her grandmother. Oh, yes, immediately just running away. I get her and wanting then, to run away from town. Yeah. They did not do a great job of setting up this. She's like, fuck you, Grandma. Right. Okay, yeah. go back to the drugs and whatever. You're taking life. <laughs> like, anywho, neither here nor there. Something I did like about the movie, I liked Corey and Allison's coming together, right? Two people that have gone through something finding each other i thought that was pretty good actually i mean yeah one of the things that i was really pleasantly surprised and is a significant change Mm -hmm. from halloween kills is like the dialogue and the character interactions were so much better in this movie like there's a lot more chemistry i mean Corey is wonderful yeah i enjoyed watching them i enjoyed listening to them uh yeah no the the yeah the character dynamics were great um one thing I actually really liked about this movie, and partially because I hate Halloween Kills, how dare you? Is that it? <laughs> As I'm just uh, fucking knocking on Halloween. <laughs> is that it? Outside of Laurie's daughter's death, you could easily make Halloween Kills utterly irrelevant. You can go from Halloween yeah. to Halloween ends, and you would not know that there was a and not know there was a middle movie. I'm gonna put that in the camp of I think that's not good filmmaking to completely uh, in. I agree with you. If you showed me Halloween 2018 and Halloween ends without the ends, that could be the middle movie, right? Or the end. It's just a duo. Halloween Kills is essentially completely scrubbed from this movie. Exactly. It has no bearing on this story at all. Which only makes me hate Halloween Kills more because it's utterly irrelevant to the trilogy. Halloween Kills set up really important elements about the town seeking justice, the town being susceptible to Michael's evil. What would have been better is had they actually paid that off in this film. And I like all those premises. The execution was terrible. How fucking dare you? Uh, We're not here to insult Halloween kills. We're here to insult Halloween ends. No, I'm just kidding. But see, I was liking the Corey. There is a really weird thing they added. that So Corey holds the cop so that Michael can kill him, right? And then we get the um, evil fucks tonight scene (laughs) where he just goes to Allison's house. And he's like, I think I killed someone. And she's like, cool. Let's yeah, go upstairs and fuck. Is, uh, and this is the it, thing. They already did the thing where when Michael, I fucked him, right? He yeah. stares in a mirror and he's like, oh, now I'm wet evil, Corey. Um, and then he goes about becoming more and more evil. So there is this, we are drawn to and in love with the thing that hurts us. A sub, mm. Like a subtly the, nice bit uh, of storytelling in the movie, I thought. I just thought it was. She's so- essentially fucking Michael Myers. But I don't know if she quite realizes that. I I know she doesn't realize it, but that's the thing. She kind of likes nerd Corey, right? Right. Kind of likes him. When he tells that cop to suck a dick and she, he drives her home on the motorcycle. She doesn't like give him a peck. She like is like, yeah, nips at his nose. Like she's ready to going at it. Yeah. Like she sees like new fucking Michael Myers, Corey and is, I don't think that was Michael Myers, Corey at the time. That was 
that's confident, still Corey. Michael Myers point. put himself in that kid's mind. Oh, he yeah, mind I, teleported. Oh, no, but she doesn't know that. But I, I, that's not I how know she I would, doesn't know I would, that. I'm saying that on a subconscious level, we are drawn to things that are hurtful to us sometimes. I saw it We can't as, always escape the things that traumatize us. I just saw it as more as like, you know, kind of kindred spirits with yeah. similar life experiences. That's why yeah. she liked him because... Yeah, she had kind of like grown Evil up. Evil gets like, wet tonight. Being, That's what. <laughs> be, being like the freak of the town as well, but like right. not nearly as in a negative way as Corey was. Like his was right. way worse well, than again, hers. He's so like, I'm the babysitting monster. You're the hero. You survived right. Mike Myers. I thought that was pretty cool, right? This this thing that Lori sees him immediately, right? There's that scene where he's standing outside like yeah. Michael did. And Lori's trying to talk to him, right? This kid she tried to help. As Frank said, a good kid who had a bad break. In that moment, she sees in his eyes something like Michael, right? Right. Again, if Michael didn't exist and Michael wasn't, you know, mind like quantum leaping into Corey's body, that's really interesting, yep. right? But in that moment, that's when Allison really falls hard for him, right? She she is drawn to this darkness very much like she accuses Lori of being. It's just mm. she actually fucks evil, unlike Lori. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Evil fucks tonight. Evil fucks tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but like them on the, the roof of the, the radio tower, right? That's like a really good scene. Yeah. I really enjoyed where they were going, right? And that's my biggest fucking qualm with this movie. This whole thing has been about fan service back to the old Halloween stuff we like, right? Right. Lori and Lindsay and fucking Tommy Doyle and all these fucking characters, right? This is what we're doing, right? These homages to what the originals were. If you want to go another way in part three, awesome. Right, yeah. Fucking do it then. Right. Don't do it halfway. Yeah. Right? I... Does this movie demonstrably change in any fucking way if Laurie or Michael Myers are not in it? No. Like Halloween I say, like, Kills it's... is a completely different movie if they're not in it. Right. Halloween is a... Com like, those movies don't exist without well, Laurie I mean, and Halloween Michael. Well, I mean, Halloween Kills, Laurie is still kind of on the sideline just like in the hospital talking like she's not doing she's much. on the sideline but she's still out there like you know she tells tommy go get him tom like she's still there the specter of her being attacked again still matters in that movie her fighting with karen still matters in that movie her yeah, and this, like do i like looney tunes like fully happy laurie strode grandma yeah you want something makes show your show tits your grief. Oh yeah, that was the one line that I, I, she said. I was like, "What?" I I, I actually, thought that I, was awesome. I legitimately don't know what she said. Like, I she don't said, understand. Find someone that makes you want to show grief your tits and say, "Let's go!" Right? <laughs> yeah, I love her trying don't. to make the pie. Like, I want to make a pie for you, not buy one. I want to make one for Halloween right. tradition. I love Happy Lori, right? Yeah, I agree. I loved I agree. her and Frank in the supermarket, right? Yeah. Followed by a wonderful scene where she gets confronted by that lady. Because you yeah. lured him, you tempted him. She yeah. got hurt, right? Her great, her husband got killed. I loved Lori in those moments. Yeah. The problem is they do not matter to this movie. It's, it's like a it's like a fucking cut scene, like an like a deleted scene on a DVD. Like, oh, that's nice. But Lori literally has no narrative impact on this story. Yeah, it's just more of just kind of understanding Lori as a character. But yeah, she's separate to what's going on outside of trying to warn her granddaughter. Yeah, and maybe Lori. if her and her granddaughter, if her granddaughter didn't immediately tell her to fuck off and die, and kind of listened, yeah, kind of had learned the lesson that her grandma knows some shit, yeah, right. Like, no, has she still not learned her, that her grandma's like an expert on Michael Myers and evil? Especially after her mom died. Yeah. Well, also the fact that she's changed. She changed for you. So mm -hmm. not only was she right in the first Halloween, but then she's changed and trying really hard for you. Maybe fucking listen right. to her. Yeah. Right? Like, just for a moment. And I know she's young and she wants to get out of Haddonfield, fine. But I, I wish Lori's elements would have mattered more. I wish yeah. that she... Because this thing, if this is a story about... You, you, I just don't think they could have had it both ways. Is this the end of Michael and, my, Michael and Lori's story? Fine. Tell that story. If it's the start of Allison and Corey's story and Michael Myers as thought contagion, do that story. Which yeah. they did for a lot of it, and then they just fucking shoehorned in right. Michael yep. and Lori. And yep. it just didn't matter. Yeah, Lori should have been the Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Luke Skywalker of Last yes. Jedi. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, she's not the main heroine, but she still matters. Like, Yeah. But I think, I think her watching this cycle begin again 
is a cool idea. Yeah, she needed to have a more important and active role in that. Yep, I agree. Because by the time it's like she's going to start warning people, we're already off to the races with Michael. And she tries to tell Allison, and Allison goes, fuck you, you killed my mom. Yeah. Which is like, weren't <laughs> you... Yeah. Was it? Weren't they saying stay in there? And you're the one who's like, I'm gonna go kill him, Grandma. Like, yeah. couldn't you specifically do that? And had you fucking stayed, your parents wouldn't die. Yeah, that would have made her a bad grandma though for pointing that out. Well, I agree. And again, <laughs> what I liked about Halloween Kills was this grief travels. Right? Mm-hmm. Again, I just I think this is this movie is kind of a watered down mix between Halloween Kills and Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. They're trying but- to go in these more bold directions. But in the most cowardly way. And that's what makes me mad is because in this movie, I saw a fucking cult classic. Right. A movie that takes the idea of what Michael Myers was as background and paints an entirely new horror movie experience. Yeah. Well, at least in the – not like it's like some fucking – like you've never seen shit like this before. I mean – But follow that character-driven story about these two kids that grew up in Michael Myers' world trying to stake their own place in it yeah is a great movie and the parts of that we got were fantastic yeah and yeah based on what you just said it made me think like this could have been the new nightmare of halloween yeah like exactly right exactly fucking right new nightmare is one of the boldest sequels in any horror movie movie. franchise and they didn't chicken shit out they didn't chicken shit out they really committed and a grin it's essentially nightmare on elm street with a meta twist right? right so it's not completely earth shadowing shattering storytelling but imagine if in that movie they said, just kidding. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And like, We're not really doing that. This is all a dream. Right. Like if that yeah. whole like Lord, Heather Leckenkamp in real life had been a dream and Freddie's like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. like, well, like, what the fuck was the point of all that? You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Flashback to like 19, what, yeah. 93 and Heather Leckenkamp wakes up. <laughs> she then... wakes up and she's like, I guess I still better check out that booby trap book. Like, <laughs> this, this is crazy. I mean, that's if you're going to do it, commit to it. The fact that they were so chicken shit about leaving michael and Lori out i i think that's all you need to know the fact that even they d- knew that they weren't fully committing to the yeah. bit. and it, the people online that are like this movie took a big swing again google for those of you who aren't sports people google what a check swing is yeah, in baseball I, you load up to hit it and then you're like i can't hit that pitch and you don't swing yep. through so you don't get a strike yeah it's a half swing it's a half swing yep he fuck they fucking stop short because michael and Lori in that ending is so weak and even him getting juiced and everyone like, we're happy Michael's dead. Fine. Image-wise, it's fine. It's it, such a fucking wet blanket on the movie they had been giving us. When Michael kills Corey, he also smashed my interest in the movie. Right. I was completely out for like the last 10 minutes of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. If Michael had just like died in Lori's basement or even after Halloween Kills just disappeared he and just went away. He just disappears. This, and... this fucking unkillable juggernaut is out there and we don't know yep. where. And then there's just this specter of evil that infects yeah. those who are vulnerable to that because, well, what if every of, because time, of the towns. But if you used him in a Pennywise, because that's what the Pennywise thing right, was, yeah, right? Right, yeah. He's it's like, like when the kids were bullying the little chubby guy, right? You see the balloon in the background, yeah. right? Is that he is this evil that really infects dairy and makes it different. Right. That's what they claim this movie was. Yeah. For three fucking movies. In the last movie, they're like, he wasn't going to your house. He was going to his house. What was he looking at out that way? He was looking at Haddonfield, right? That Haddonfield is this cursed place that Michael, for some reason, has decided he's going to slowly destroy and infect with his evil. Awesome. Yeah. They never fucking did that once after Halloween Kills. Right? Yeah. Maybe the reason that the world's smallest marching band are bullies is because they've been infected by this idea. Right? Maybe Corey sees this, and, and when Corey's killing the fucking redhead in the doctor's house michael's the one watching so michael isn't gaining power by murdering which they specifically said was how it worked in (laughs) halloween kills right but michael is watching and there's this transference of his evil but like that he becomes a permission for people to become monstrous right right that's a great idea the michael the internal michael everybody gains power through killing exactly that's a good mess so he's watching people do these fucking heinous acts Right. And that is what is emboldening them, that he becomes the power they're gaining through killing. Love that. Yeah. Love that idea. And that actually, you know, would even make more sense for why Lori's granddaughter is attracted to Corey, because the entire town, for the most part, most of these people are not great people. They're they're cruel. They're mean. They're just normal people. They're normal people. But like Corey isn't like that. 
Right. And so that's why the granddaughter would be attracted to him because he doesn't have he like he's the target of all of that, but mm-hmm. he doesn't inherently have it in him at first until yeah. they push him too far. Yeah. No, I mean, again, I think going with Corey is an awesome idea. Yeah. I liked the movie they were setting up. I could forgive them for completely abandoning the the mythology of the first two and not truly doing a Halloween. I think the idea of making a movie Halloween ends and leaving it as Michael has so stained this town that it will just always continue to fa- that's real life. Right. We'll never evil never dies tonight. Right. Exactly. If it does something else will come, right? right. Evil doesn't die it just Some pisters. little kid was in that fucking crowd in the ju- We actually saw the little kid from part 1. Right? The one who's like, nope, and left his babysitter to die. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That yeah. kid just watched a guy get fucking juiced. Yeah. Are you yeah, telling me there's going to be no effects on his psychology? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, you don't exactly take a kid for to throw a grown man into a meat grinder. Like, Yeah. Or the fact that there's just been a slew of fucking non-Michael Myers-related murders yeah. in Haddonfield. This affects people, right? So this idea of exponential evil is really fun. Yeah. Right? Like, that... that was the movie that they were doing and I was loving. Yeah. Right. And then can him finding someone who loves him for him as the Michael Myers brain worm is eating what is left of him. Can love win out. Right. Can you just find, can love and understanding help eschew this monster? I was really vibing that movie. Yeah. Our friend, my friend Ashley Lynch online actually said is that this is more of a Christine movie than Halloween. And I think that's true. Christine, the car, the killer, the Christine car, car right? As, as soon as that nerd gets the car, he like starts dressing like the Fonz and becoming uh, evil. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's essentially what this movie is, right? If yeah. you replace that motorcycle with, with the, the car, that's the exact yeah. same movie. Michael Myers is the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. Yeah. Or maybe when evil gets wet tonight, she's the car. I don't know. Whatever he's riding, <laughs> he's becoming more evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you either you ended it one of two ways, either is this. Haddonfield just has a perpetual evil and they will never ever escape it and that's the way it is like that's a good end sure if the the granddaughter somehow saves Corey from the evil from mm. her love that's a good ending too yeah but the one that they picked well Lori even worst. says I tried to forgive you to Michael and it's like all right well what if that was the story of her granddaughter you yeah know right? what I mean like that would have been cool because uh, that's kind of what she was doing Corey right they even have this great setup with Corey's family so Corey's mom is just horrible in this movie, right? She's oh, so yeah. abrasive to watch. They hint at this idea that she had been sexually abusing yeah, him, I thought. she goes to kiss him. She goes yeah. to kiss him on the lip. She's mad about other girls. She's yeah. like, he's so handsome. He's my... Like, there's yeah. something going on, right? Yeah. And there's this stepdad who tells him, right, I hope you find love. Yeah. And in that moment, I thought for sure they're saying, like, the mom had done this. The idea mm-hmm. that she had already planted those seeds of evil in him yeah, and that yeah. he had been abused. And maybe that is what led to the fear that led to the accident that I thought. That oh was yeah. Awesome. Like that, why he freaks out so much of being stuck in the closet. Maybe. I didn't even think about maybe, that. Maybe cause like, he's a guy like, who's been abused. Yeah. Right? And he's been abused a long time way before that night. Yeah. That's like, it would be like a PTSD yeah. coming back on him. Yeah. And that's why when the fucking world's smallest bullies start messing with him, he fucking breaks the milk in his hand. Cause he, yep. When he's in those situations, he's having that reaction of, oh, my God, I've always been abused. That shit is awesome. Yeah. That stuff is so good. I love very the stepdad. Subtly done too, I love the mom. Yeah, the I stepdad the... was great. Corey's family was great. Yeah. And honestly, was that his stepdad? It seemed like a stepdad or like a new husband, right? I didn't catch that. I thought it was he kind of, He didn't call him son or whatever. He always called him Corey. Right? Because the first so thing we see him is at the junkyard, right? And he's like, hey, Corey, come over here. And he did... gives him the motorcycle. We don't get a hint that, like. They yeah, have, I thought it was his boss at first. I didn't think right, it was his dad. Exactly. But, it's not a very father-son relationship. Yeah. In that moment at the junkyard, this is one of the best moments in the movie is when the dad sees this girl trapped under the fence under the, the uh, tow truck. And he's like, Corey? And he sees Corey holding a knife and a Michael Myers mask. And the, the fucking little band nerd's like, I got him with the gun. Yeah. And he stands up like, no. Yeah, he gets shot in that, the head. Yeah. He's still trying to protect Corey. Yeah. And I was like, that idea of someone good and decent being caught up in someone else's fucking evil deed. That was awesome. Yeah. That was a great, like, I love the family in that to the point. I was like, throw the fucking Strodes out. Yeah. Throw them out of the fucking movie and just show me <laughs> what happens when you grow up in a town with the boogeyman. Yeah. Throw that shit out, man. Yeah. I don't think you could possibly throw it out, but you can definitely put it more in the background. I mean, and, sure. I mean, again, but, I would just argue again, that just- Allison, Lori and Michael have 
they're, they're more subtractive than additive yeah. to this film. Well, just the way they did it. Again, you make, you make Lori, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker way better. <laughs> yeah, people love The Last Jedi en masse, so. <laughs> I'm just I actually that love as The like, Last Jedi. I do, too. Except I, for I, Space I, Vegas. That's still the dumbest diversion in movie history. I didn't hate Space Vegas, but that's a that's a whole other. I'm just like that movie should have been an hour and a half and cut out Space Vegas. Like <laughs> let's let's get to it here. Neither here nor there, but I'm they they had so much I loved right, and they even had when Corey fucking breaks, his kills are good, man. Yeah, the fact that well, he killed that little nerd with the drumstick who like he smacked the knife away with the drumstick earlier in the movie, I was like yeah. that's so lame. But then he stabs the drumstick in his eye. I kind of wanted to see. Oh, that's right. Kid that, get I was. Wondering, I didn't even think about that. I didn't know yeah. what that was in his eyes. It was his little knife defeating drumstick. Nice. <laughs> yeah, like that was the interesting thing with the kills in this. Dude, like how the, he blowtorch that kid yeah. in the mouth. Fuck yeah. Like how different they shot it. Like yeah. they want for a lot. Sometimes this was just, the anti-Halloween kills in that. Right. Regard. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, sometimes <laughs> like sometimes you just like walk up and they, he's already killed. You didn't actually like see it happening. You know, other times it's like blurred or like very like brief. It's not like real aggressive. And other times with like the the radio dude, the radio like, dude is the one like extremely aggressive. Kid. Yeah, and then those like very graphic and aggressive. Dude, that was and, awesome when his tongue was on the fucking record. Yeah, yeah and they kept skipping. Dude, dude, also, yeah. Darcy the male girl having a cameo shouts out, dude, <laughs> when she was the the receptionist at the radio station. Yeah, that you was just, you just awesome. see him in the background killing her, but you don't really see what he does. Yeah, just, like, I just thought it background. was cool she was in the movie. What was she announced? Otherwise. She's Darcy the male girl from The Last Drive-In. Oh, that's her? Yeah. Oh, nice. She's a huge... She is one of the great people in the horror community. Is such a proponent of horror and, like, positive, you know, behavior. I I love her to pieces. She's amazing. Um, But, yeah, that was a cool cameo, right? That was a nice, like, wink to the crowd. Yeah. Um, I See, that's what I mean. I feel like I was loving this fucking movie until everything that happened after... Corey stabs himself. Yeah, I agree. Even Corey stabbing yeah. himself in the neck was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah Love just, that shit. Yeah, he just recognizes, I can't keep going on. I, I He doesn't want, he has like one He last says, I have in no interest in immortality when he jumps off the roof at the place, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, I think, because this is the other thing. He knows he's not Michael Myers, right? Michael Myers is an excuse structure for him to act badly. Love that. The idea that he then, after all this time, does what Michael couldn't. And destroys himself yep. and forces that evil on Laurie. I was like, this is fucking great. I just, I think that ending so discredits the journey of the movie. And that's the thing. So it fails on two levels, right? It's not a good finale to the first two movies that we've right. been watching to lead up to this. And it undercuts this unique movie that we've been on a journey with yep. itself. Yeah. And it, I think that cowardice is what really is like sticking in my craw about it. Right. Yeah. And you, I've seen it twice now. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I watched half of it with you, like, on the second half, and, yeah, it's still fucking disappointing, but, it's a yeah, if you're gonna have, like, Michael Myers versus Laurie throughout a trilogy, do that. If you're not, stick with it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, Laurie and Frank at the end, that's fine, man, like, but, they just, they kind of half both versions. Yeah. Right? And the idea that, that Corey's able to fucking wrestle Michael Myers down, and then Michael just comes back and gets him, like, that's right. just, that's yeah. next level dumb. Right. Like that, that's hard to stomach. Yeah. And I, again, I feel like everyone listening to this is thinking I'm just fucking kneecapping this movie. No, you're not. Like, I, I think the reason I'm mad is because they were so fucking close to delivering yeah. this unbelievable, unexpected ending to this trilogy. Yep. That really would have hammered home the thematic elements. Yes. And instead yeah. they just, they just didn't fuck. And it's not that they couldn't have, right. Or that they executed it poorly. They literally chose to undercut that journey yeah which is what really is bothering me yeah, i agree is this a is yes that ending was just shoehorned in like it says the very first if they time take like, that last bit with michael out i was like is this like if i'm doing letterbox right is this like a four out of five like it was a really I mean, fun ride yeah i would have really enjoyed this movie if it wasn't for the last what 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. yeah I mean, and like, i think it's extra hard because this is the last 10 or 15 minutes in the new halloween trilogy like right. this is the last bit we're gonna see I mean, this yeah, is can, what we leave the franchise with as our final image. I mean, you could easily make a cut of that movie, yeah, and, and just have him stabbing the neck down. Maybe well, like even reroute to when the cops come into the house yeah. and there's this bodies on the floor, sure. and then just Halloween ends. Like yeah. you could work with the material that's already Lori there. Is the new Michael Myers? That's fine. I I try not to on this show rewrite the movies because I'm clearly not a successful screenwriter. You're, well, you haven't submitted anything. 
I mean, I have. You have? I've written I lots of scripts I, that no I one you, likes. I know you've written them. I just never knew you submitted I've them. I've written tons of scripts that no one likes. Nah, I've I'll, done that a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a fan of what, you. what you've written. Thank you. Now, as they say in an American movie, if I can just find 3,000 more of you, I'm in business. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Because here's the thing, right? I think the two things that, like, if they weren't in the movie would help me a lot. If Corey does the kills with Michael watching... That means a lot to me. That's the transference and growth of this Michael Myers idea. If Corey doesn't fucking win a wrestling match against Michael <laughs> Myers and take his mask like he's in marching band, I think that helps me out, right? Yeah. And if we don't just shoehorn in the end, if the right. end of this series is Laurie facing someone who was created in Michael Myers' image and knowing that her granddaughter is going to have to keep doing that and that it's never going to die. Yeah. Evil is never going to die. It's never going to end. That is a beautiful, poignant journey that we've been on. Yeah. Because in part two, the idea is they're like, we're going to fucking kill Michael Myers with brute force. Mm -hmm. And this one starts off with this. We'll never kill him. We got to choose how we live with it. Right. Yeah. Like he's in his prison. I'm in mine. Right. Or do I choose to fucking come out and live my own life? I love that. Yeah. And the ending completely invalidates yeah. that. that. That's a hard pill for me to swallow. So, yeah, because it's almost blatantly obvious that they felt obligated or forced in some way to put that last 15 minutes in the movie like yeah it's it, it's like well because so michael myers is on the movie. poster him and right. laurie are on all the posters and this is the thing if the idea is halloween ends tonight but evil doesn't yeah and we get that in a way except for a fucking voiceover from her lionel Dahmer book <laughs> i think that is a great place for this movie to go Right, because we all know there's going to be more Michael Myers. I think this movie's going to make like 45 million its opening weekend. Sure, and it's available on Peacock the same weekend. Right, and so you're Michael a lot Myers, of Peacock subscribers yeah. from this. Michael Myers he killed bank them. accounts, right? Yeah. So he's he's going to be back. Yep. yep. So the idea that this Halloween is ended, but there will always be evil in Michael Myers, love that. Sure. And that's the thing. I I feel like again, I'm being very critical of this movie. I think 70 percent of this movie was working so well. Yeah. Like, it was really doing something I was really having a fun yeah. time with. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, this movie, like, started off at first when he uh, starts babysitting the kid. And he's like, we're going to have a fun Halloween. I'm like, ah, shit. Here we go. That was great. No, and I mean, he like, becomes the anti-Lori, right? He's the babysitter who killed the kid well, it instead was just, of protecting It was just him. such, a, like, a cringy, like, phrase. Like, it just, like, didn't seem to fit. I was like, fuck, here we go again. But it didn't. It didn't keep yeah. doing that. And so I was... Up until the end, I was like, all right, I'm actually in sitting here enjoying this movie. Like, yeah. It was I, a really good journey. Yeah. But I agree with you. That was yeah. the first time I've ever been disappointed to see Michael Myers. Yeah. It's like an amazing roller coaster, and then the final tunnel you go yep. through, just spray shit all over you. <laughs> and you're like, well, that's not ideal. Now I have to walk around Disney the rest of the day covered in shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was something really funny in there, too. There's this almost throwback to Halloween 1 where uh, when Corey's like, if I can't have her, no one will. And he killed himself. I was like, is that what Michael, baby Michael was saying in part one? His when he saw his sister have 13 <laughs> seconds of sex, he's like, that's it. <laughs> I mean, no, no one else going to have her. I was I like, mean, is that a deep cut homage? To I don't know. <laughs> they, they did have, like, you bring up a lot of subtleties they had that I didn't even pick up on. Like, the only thing that I really picked up on as far as, like, an homage to Halloween 1 was that kill with the, the nurse. Yeah. Where he, like, pins her up against the wall with a, with a butcher knife. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I mean. I feel like... With time, I will not be quite so critical of this film, right? Because I, I appreciate the fact that there's way more stuff I loved in this movie than yeah. stuff I hated. I think this is the disadvantage of doing the pod right when the movie comes out instead of like we normally do. Like a lot of movies we cover have been out for like 20 or 30 years. So we've had a long time to process all the ins and outs of them, right? Yeah. And I do think time will be kind to Halloween ends, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like people will appreciate the difference of it more as it gets older uh, i think it i would love if they just released another cut of it i mean i doubt that's happening i doubt it'll have to but it we, would be we great said that about game of thrones and all this shit sometimes yeah. you just get what you get and you got to appreciate I mean, this, what it is this would just be an editing thing yeah like you just end the movie like 15 minutes early like literally three different cuts and this yeah. could be like one of my favorite halloween movies yeah, right um, um, That's the thing. I, I completely understand why people really enjoy it. And I don't begrudge someone for being like, I'm fucking stoked that we did that movie. Yeah. Right. So I'm not here to just say like, it's an, you know, irredeemable no. piece of shit. No, it's, 
like I was just thinking in my head, like a good analogy is like when you're like dating someone and you have like a lot of great times, like and it's been like a year and like you have all these great memories and then all of a sudden it takes like a hard right yeah. turn. And then they and, like, boil it, your cat in the pot and you're like, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> now you're not the awesome brunch date. Yeah. Right? You're the lady who boiled my cat a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. I, you're, I you're literally the... think that's what this is. Yep. Right. Is for the movie that claimed it is such an homage to what Halloween was. This one is not an homage to Halloween, really, in the spirit of Halloween, at least. And it kind of invalidates the mythology of the movies they've done. Right. And I'm like, if you're going to do that, it has to be worthwhile. Right. And I feel like where we landed just didn't reach that threshold. Yeah. And it's so, as I was telling you earlier, it's so weird. Like, these movies were written and made by the same people. Mm -hmm. And they're three such different movies, like such different I feels. think that could have been a benefit. It could have been. I just don't know how that essentially happens. this, this seems to me more like a, a YouTube series about like what we think Halloween is mm -hmm. right. Like it, it's Halloween fan fiction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where they're like, this is what we think Halloween is and what we think could be in it. So to take three different movies to kind of dissect the different eras of what Halloween is, and what that means for Michael Myers in totality was really cool. I think once I get over the annoyance of the ending of this movie, it will climb my rankings a little more. Sure. Because, I, again, I just I think the stuff with Corey and Allison was really engaging yeah. in a way that I was not expecting. I agree. I was not expecting yeah. to enjoy watching the characters talk and like interact yeah. in this movie, yeah. and I did. And Laurie and Frank had their yeah. kind of nice I, moments. I love the Laurie again, and Frank bit. It's so disjointed. Yes. Right. It's like two different movies fighting for screen time. Right. Like imagine yep. two swimmers that are both like we're drowning and they grab the other one and they just pull each other down. <laughs> yeah. And there's no lifeguard to jump in and save them. That's what I feel like happened a little bit. Right. Because if it was Lori and Frank and Michael, I love that. Yep. I want to see Lori reclaim her happiness or whatever. I could do that movie. If it's Allison and Corey rebirthing a new evil. I like that movie, too. Yeah. But when they're fighting for screen time, it's just like trying to do both at the same time. Yeah, they yeah. and they they could have, they just didn't land it. They didn't land it for me. And thematically, I think it it kind of it kind of waters down what we've been doing. Yeah. Right. So I don't think it's an epic conclusion to what they've done. I don't think it's an amazing new start at the end of one story closing. Yeah. It, it's just kind of a lot of stuff I liked put in a blender. And it just doesn't taste right when it's yeah. over. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, it's not a satisfying ending at all. Yeah. I don't know. It could have been, though. It could have been. When Corey it, stabbed himself, yeah. I was like, that's one of my favorite moments in the Halloween franchise. Yep. I thought that was a great choice. Yeah. And surprisingly, it wasn't Corey's story that I think a lot of people are like, what the fuck are we doing with this guy? Instead of Michael Myers. I love that shit. Yeah. No, I thought he was a really, it, it was unexpected and it was interesting yeah. and entertaining it was great. Just because it wasn't familiar doesn't mean it wasn't it was bad. Exactly. I my thing is if you're gonna call it the big swing Halloween movie, which is horseshit. Rob Zombie's Halloween two is the biggest swing in the Halloween yeah. franchise. First off, yeah. If if you're gonna call this the movie that you love because it takes big swings, we should hold them to account that they didn't follow through. Right. Yeah. I don't think you get bigger swing than like existential unicorn in <laughs> in a Halloween movie. Yeah, Michael Myers kind of pondering what his affliction is. Yeah. That that movie's awesome. Yeah. Everyone should go back and rewatch. And maybe this will get I think that's the nice thing about especially horror movies is time is kind to pretty much every horror movie, right? People when we were younger fucking hated Halloween 3. It was always listed as one of the worst fucking horror movies ever. Exorcist 3 always was. It was always mm. on list of like bad horror movies, right? Now you look and those movies are loved. Yeah. People fucking love Halloween 3. People love The Exorcist 3. And given time to appreciate them more and more, people find a way to overlook the bad stuff. And I think I will too, right? I think like 10 years from now, I'll be I'll be more in love with this movie than I am now. I don't know. Counterpoint would be last time we had talked, <laughs> I had not yet watched rewatched, I should say, Curse of Michael Myers. I rewatched one. Yeah, I rewatched it. Yeah, that is dog shit. No, that, it's fun. It, How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? That movie is dog shit. Like, How is dare so you? So bad. Like I, it has, it doesn't do anything. It has no point. What? Like, Fucking it has, sex druids. <laughs> that shit is it, awesome. It, it has a lot of idea. It's a, it's a, it's a blender of yeah. ideas. Is exactly what it is. So you're gonna kill that movie for having a lot of ideas and not executing and not Halloween ends. 
Halloween ends. Yahtzee. No, no, no. I no, rest I my case, Jerry. I rest <laughs> my case. No, I don't know. I, I think it'd be hard-pressed to call Curse of Michael Myers a good horror movie. I didn't say good. I said <laughs> fun, enjoyable. Sometimes movies are not good. Yeah. But so, you find ways to like them, right? I, I, I think would, this is a good movie that's asking me to find ways to not like it. I think it was. I think a, this is an exact inversion of what Curse of Michael Myers was. Right. Now, there, th- th- that ball, this movie dropped. It was a great movie that dropped the ball at the end. That movie didn't even know it was carrying a ball. Like, that I don't movie know didn't the, even know it was playing a sport. It's like <laughs> what? But that's fun. Sure, that's fun. <laughs> I thought. I thought that's the thing. I really love the Halloween franchise. It is besides Hellraiser, the movie that has some of the weirdest sequels. Yeah. And deviations from timelines and all this. I actually like all the Hellraisers. I, I, yeah. I don't know. There's ones that are better than others, definitely. But we I just did them all, so it's a little. The horror is more present in my mind of watching all the Hellraisers in a row. I think they all have something interesting to offer for the yeah. most part. Not Hellseeker. I think. <laughs> Which one was Hellseeker? That's the one where Kirsty Cotton comes back, and the guy from uh, the Mayhem commercials is her husband. Uh the fact that you can't remember can't anything remember, from yeah. it is the most hellseeker thing of all time. Okay, fair um, enough. But that's the thing. I think this is a, a really interesting entry to Halloween. And I think it could have climbed way up there. Yep. Like, if this movie... If some of the things that were kind of troublesome about this movie were a race, I was like, I think this is like a top four or five Halloween movie. As it is, I've got, them in, got it in the bottom half right now. But I think it could grow. Yeah, I don't know if I would put it like as in the bottoms. Of having gone through and rewatched all of them, it's at least in the middle somewhere. At the here, let me see. Top, I top, actually I would say probably top middle. I know there. you don't do Letterbox. You should because it's interesting. You can keep track of what you watch. But I had to. I make these lists right where I yeah. rank the franchise. So mine, Halloween H two O, is easily the worst. <laughs> if you say Halloween Resurrection, I have nothing. To, I have no no time for you. <laughs> if Halloween Resurrection is the worst or the best, the worst. It's not the best. Come on. Okay, but it does have Buster Rhymes karate kicking it, him out of a window, which is awesome. <laughs> here okay so here are here are my halloween rankings now updated in order right we got halloween h2o halloween 5 halloween uh the curse of michael myers right you're going bottom up right bottom up yeah so h2o halloween 5 curse of michael myers i have halloween ends right there so it's the fourth lowest then it goes halloween 2 rob zombies then it goes uh Halloween Resurrection, Halloween Kills, Halloween 2018, Halloween 2, Rob Zombie Halloween, Halloween 3, Halloween 4, and Halloween yeah, obviously. 4 better than 3, really. Yeah. Really, okay. I love Halloween 4. I lo- I thought the addition with uh the niece and all that was really good when yeah. she puts the mask on at the end. I love that movie. No, it was a great movie, it was interesting. I just would have I also love Halloween 3. Halloween 3 and 4 could flip based on which okay. I've seen last, I feel like. But those and Rob Zombie, I know people fucking hate on Rob Zombie's Halloween. I didn't hate Rob Zombie's Halloween. I thought his was, if you take out that insanely abrasive family opening, I think people Mm -hmm. like it more. It's just, just where it gets started. His was the, what if you really lifted the rock on the American dream and everything underneath was like a disgusting pile of writhing bugs. And I thought there was a place for that. And that killer is brutal. That is by far the most brutal and gnarly Michael Myers has ever been. Oh, yeah. And there's something to that, too. So, yeah, that's what I mean. Right now, I have this as the fourth lowest. Because, again, I think this is a way less interesting version of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. So, I couldn't put it over that. And I know no one's going to agree with me on Halloween Resurrection, but you're wrong. (laughs) You're wrong. That is one of the more fun entries in the Halloween series. Well, I would love to hear your lawyering on that I have that over five Halloween. You can hear my lawyering on that on the (laughs) Film Alchemist podcast. Uh, We did the entire Halloween franchise a year or two ago. Oh, okay. So we've done all of these. You helped me complete it. So where would you put Halloween Kills? Let me right? look at your list here. Yeah. Where do you have ha- it? Halloween those? Ends or Halloween Kills? Halloween Ends. Halloween Kills, I know, is number one for you. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, so I agree. Halloween One's number one. Halloween 3 probably would actually have been my number two. Sure. Um, and I Name probably... the ones you think Halloween Ends are better than. Name the ones that... Oh, which one is Halloween Ends better than? Yeah. Definitely H2O, definitely Halloween 5, definitely Curse of Michael Myers, definitely Halloween Kills, uh, definitely Resurrection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably above, definitely above those. 
So yeah, so yeah. you have it right yeah, in the right, middle. Like, uh, upper middle, yeah. Yeah, right in the middle, right? So you've got well, five I, or six. I, I, I would have to go back and rewatch the Rob Zombie Halloween movies to, to give that a fair shot. So that, I, that's, a, that's a great nebulous I like right them more than most, but I yeah. think you would probably have this over the Rob Zombie Halloween. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you have it as like a top five or six. Yeah. And again, I don't see how this ever leaps Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 for me. Because um, again, if we're giving credit for really trying something, that movie does more than this one. As far as like being ambitious, sure, I would. Yeah, it's really ambitious, fact, and it's it doesn't interesting new take on the show, and it follows the fuck through. Yeah, it follows through. Yeah. So you know, that's what I mean. I again, just because I have it lower, I think there's a lot to love in this one, and I think if we redid this pod in ten years' time, you'll just hear us talking way more about what we loved. I think this is the danger of brand new movie pods. That would be. It's because you're still emotional from the journey, and it's it's more emotion than intellectual at that point. That would be a great thing to keep in mind 10 years from now. Just go back and redo all the podcasts. And see well, eventually we're going to run out of franchises. So we might have to just start redoing them. I mean, geez, you've been doing this for how long now? And we've still got plenty of material. We're about to hit 500 episodes in like wow. four years. So we do a lot of shows. Yeah. Um. All right. Thank you, Cloud, for helping us finish our Halloween journey. Hey, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad you liked this one more than Kills. Yeah, me too. I wish you liked Kills more, though. It's Maybe 10 years happen. from now. Maybe 10 years from now, I will look back and I'll process it. Yeah, when you're not so heated up about I know. I, I was just talking to a friend the other day. that said he loved it. So I I, yeah. I, I, I didn't maybe. get any farther than that. But yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Maybe I'll catch on. Yeah. So, guys, you will be hearing more of Mike on our Patreon feed. Uh, we are beginning our Tales from the Griff miniseries. Uh, me and Mike, will be he'll be my co-host for our journey through um, every episode of Tales from the Crypt. You will hear our preview to the series coming out soon uh, at the start of November. And then we're going to start dropping episodes every week or two weeks. We're still trying to decide what the schedule is going to be. But we will be recording them soon. So if you like that, go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. And you, at the Kurgan level and up, will yeah, Highlander, of course. You will find <laughs> me and Mike's miniseries on Tales from the Crypt. It is the first of many miniseries <laughs> that we will be rolling out. So, again, that's patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. Also, the place where you can find our uh, extra Halloween episodes. So you'll have all 31. All right, guys, we will see you tomorrow for another exciting horror movie. Bye. Oh, go ahead. And happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. How dare I get out of here before saying that? <laughs> happy Halloween ends, everybody. Bye. <laughs>